Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Behind the Groove podcast. I am DJ Keel. And I am Basil Barrington. And today we are going to review another movie we saw on Netflix. I thought this was a, I just saw it and I read the description and I was like, I got to check this out. Um, we are talking about Gunpowder Milkshake. And um, I'm telling you, I, I'll tell you about this. I'll tell you this right off the top. I was watching this when I was watching this, I was somewhat confused about who I was looking at, you know, the actors and actresses. I was like, who is that? I mean, obviously I know Paul Giamonti. I wasn't quite sure if that was Lena Henney. Um, And I was like, Mm -hmm. I had to like keep looking at her. And I was like, okay, that's her. (laughs) And it took me like at least 20 minutes to figure out, oh, that's Angela Bassett. Yeah, yeah, the the cast for this movie is phenomenal. Yeah, they they um, have top top shelf actresses and actors in this thing. Let's see what um IMDb gave it uh, a six out of ten, twenty six thousand reviews. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of fair. I <laughs> uh, you know what, let's, let's, we'll we'll get into the movie first. Let's do you want to do the synopsis? What the movie? Yeah, give about? A, give a quick uh, overview of what this movie gunpowder milkshake is all about so this movie is about a mother and her daughter the mother is a hit woman and she works for this shadowy organization and apparently she got in trouble at the beginning of the movie they don't say why or what she did and she leaves her daughter alone and her daughter is left in the care of the people who run the organization the firm her daughter the firm and she becomes a, a hit woman like her mother. And uh, so the beginning, the beginning of the movie, she also gets into some trouble too and <laughs> with the firm and uh, there's shootouts and crazy zaniness going on. And uh, I think that's the basic synopsis of the movie. It's yeah. uh, women fighting against the firm. There you yeah. go. <clears throat> Isn't it weird that like every, like there are so many movies and so many shows that have mm-hmm. shadow organizations called the firm. <laughs> yeah, this is a, it's a handy placeholder for it's like, some bad let's guys. call ourselves the firm. You know, it's so crazy. <laughs> um, and they also had sort of like some care, I guess, uh, care keepers, right? Um, yeah, they, care- they had like a health health department where they send people right and it, and they also had like women who ran this library the who library, just yeah. They had all weapons. these get your weapons, you know, you can go and get some new books. They called them, you know, it was uh pretty interesting. Yeah. I, um, I like the world. The world kind of reminds me of John wick where like, mm-hmm. there's this whole shadowy underground thing. Right. And a lot, there's, there's a whole world of people going out, like kind of even like vampires almost to this point. Yeah. Like, there's a whole thing underneath mm-hmm. this regular world of people are going to the groceries, people watching movies, whatever, and they shoot outs across the street. And so like I like the world building and that kind of stuff. Now, you know, this is another foreign flick, you know. I mean, this was shot in Berlin. Um Yeah, you can tell it's not made in America. <laughs> the buildings, this, the architecture, uh, just the vibe of the city, you can tell it wasn't here. Yeah. It's got that it's, old um, old time vibe. Yeah, that library was pretty awesome looking too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and obviously this uh the mother and daughter they um they love milkshakes. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, hence the name. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, listen, I, I kind of enjoyed this movie. It was like a, a really cheesy, fun movie to watch. Um, <laughs> it kept my yeah. interest throughout the entire movie. It was, um, it was kind of long, but not too long, mm-hmm. you know? And um, it, it, it's a film noir, like it's got that vibe. Of yeah. film noir like what do you see like a diner and milkshakes you're like film noir like yeah. <laughs> that's what you're going mm-hmm. for yeah but I, was, uh, I, the visuals mm-hmm. the aesthetics i loved yeah and it <laughs> reminded me of sucker punch and this other movie called shoot em up with uh clive mm-hmm. owen yep. and uh paul giovanni's in there too mm-hmm. um it, it reminded me of that style of movie but definitely sucker punch it had that the aesthetics and that vibe uh, with the colors and everything it had that that, it reminded me of that a lot. Do you know, um, what do you um, think the budget of this film was? Uh, I looked at it. I think it was like 10 or something like that million. 30 sure. million. 30? Okay. And thus far, it has grossed $813,000. Well, I think that because it was supposed <laughs> to be released in theaters. Really? And then pandemic happened. And they're like, Netflix. There you go, Netflix. So I think I think they pushed back a lot of stuff, and it was supposed to be in theaters, and they were like, "Just screw it, throw it on Netflix." Thirty thousand dollars to be shot in Berlin, beautiful setting. Um, yes, camera work was, was awesome. Visual was awesome, right? Color, um, everything stunning. It was just, I mean, the color grade, you know. Um, it, yeah, it was for thirty thousand dollars. That just goes to show you, right? Because we looked at film. Thirty million or thirty thousand. I'm sorry, thirty thousand, uh, thirty million. Um, it just goes to show you, we watch films with like a $200 million Mm -hmm. budget. Obviously those films had like more sort of action and tech and everything else going on. They would have more outdoor action rather than inside action. Right. (laughs) I see, you know, your money, your movie's expensive when you can do a car chase or whatever outside. Yeah. If it's inside, you know, it's on a budget. Like that's your first clue to budget. I, I um I really enjoyed like um you know when they brought in like that that young girl and um mm-hmm. I was just thinking I was like okay so she is going to become part of this whole gunpowder mm-hmm. milkshake sort of crew it was just like mm-hmm. it, it made sense I mean she her father died I mean the um you know she, yeah, uh, he, she <laughs> right exactly um and and then um what do you think about the scene where the doctor shot something into her arms. Her arms were paralyzed. The little girl taped like a knife and a gun. And then she was just like moving around <laughs> like this, you know, like I was like, okay, that was so I, cheesy, but it was kind of cool. It, this is the thing though. Like, I think they had the premise like, okay, she can't use her arms. Go. It's like, there's a lot of stuff. Like, like I like the movie. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. I love all the actresses in this movie. All of yeah. them. Yeah. All all of like Michelle Yeoh is one of my favorite actresses of all time. Yeah. I love I love uh, Carla Gangino. Mm-hmm. That's her name. She she's in a bunch of movies that I love. She's in she's in Snyder cut movies, right? <laughs> she's in a bunch of movies, right? Angela Bassett, amazing. Rockstar. Alina Headley, Rockstar. Even Karen Gillian, I love her from uh Doctor Who. That's the first time I've ever seen her before is Doctor Who. It's like Karen Gillian of, killed it, huh? Yeah, like she's in she's in the Marvel movie. She plays um 
I can't remember her damn name right now. <laughs> She's in the end game stuff in the Marvel movie. I cannot mm-hmm. remember her name, the her character. Uh Nebula. But uh so like okay. she I like all of the people in the movie. I didn't like the choreography for the action. Yeah. That's where uh, that's where it kind of uh I mm-hmm. thought it was I thought they, they needed to pick either it's gonna be gory and just over the top gunshots like John Wick or slapstick comedy type things. Yeah. Because it wasn't it was like both. I'm like, eh. Like she, you know, she's fighting the the goons. There's the same same guys, mm-hmm. and she's mopping the floor with them. Like, you guys are hitman organization. You should have competent yeah. people. Like, it doesn't. Right. That just se- seems silly to me. <laughs> so like the choreography bothered me to no end. But like I like the actual movie. I like the visuals and that kind of stuff. But like I wish that they they had the choreography take it more seriously. Like you know, like John Wick or even um. Jason Bourne movies like Jason Bourne fought this guy with a pencil and, and you know, he fought the guy with a book. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say it, like, it was like, mm. holy crap. <laughs> John Wick's fighting this guy with a book and he's, he's lighting him up with it. But like this, it felt like there's a premise and then we'll figure out how to make the premise work after yeah. like how she couldn't drive. So we're going to do the car chase and she's going to sit in her lap. Like I've seen that kind of thing in a movie before. But it seemed like they wrote the premise and then they just kind of fit it into the movie rather than like it was a natural thing that just happened. So like that that was the nitpicking thing for me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. But I love all the actresses. So I was like, I want to like this movie so much. Yeah. Michelle Yeoh, she's in uh, one of my favorite um, shows, uh, Star Trek Discovery. She is bad in this show, dude. She is like serious. The thing about it is like when you're going to have scenes where one person is fighting like a bazillion goons mm-hmm. and she's doing martial arts as well. Right. I need mm-hmm. that like kick to be a little higher. That kick can't be like, you know, waist <laughs> high, you know, it can't like, I'm just like, I mean, come on, we need that joint. We need you to look like Bruce Lee in this flick, you know, but here's, high but here's kicks. The thing, when Michelle Yeoh was fighting in the library and she had the chains, I was like, I believe all of that. <laughs> She knows what she's doing from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, from all the yeah. stuff that she's done for the martial arts movies. Mm-hmm. You're like, you could tell she she was comfortable doing these things while the other women were not. Yeah. Like you could tell the difference between them. Like uh Angela Bassett with the hammers. I was like, I don't believe that. No. But Michelle, yo, when she used the she had the chain and she was stringing the dudes up, I was like, yes. I believe that. What about Lena Henney uh, with, you know, with everything she did? This is Lena Henney from like 300. So, um, you yeah. know, she's uh, ingrained in sort of uh, that sort of sector. Um, but like, she, she doesn't really do too much fighting in any of the movies she's in, though. So it was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, she, I, I, she was Swiss cheesing folks good. with that gun and a knife. I mean, I was like, whoa. Yeah, there, there is a couple of things that I was like. Okay, all right. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, when you see somebody who's done a bunch of movies, like uh, Keanu Reeves, the fighting he does in John Wick, you're like, yeah, I can, I can see that. Or even mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. Yeah, oh, Tom yeah. Cruise is picking up a gun. You're like, yeah, that all guy in. shoots on a range all I'm day. I'm all in with Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like there's some stuff that I was like, oh, okay, okay. This is, it goes back to the choreography. Like, there's some things that are like, Oh snap! That is crazy. Like when she mm-hmm. put the knives on the and the guns, I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. but like 
you know, when they're doing the flips and the kicks, it's like, I don't, I don't buy that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I think it, it comes down to choreography and like maybe editing. Yeah. They would probably sell it better, but like, you know, Tom Cruise or, or even Michelle, yo, she can do a longer take and it'll be believable because she has that training behind her. So I don't, I don't know that, that kind of took me out of the movie. So I think that because they made it jokey, and kind of silly rather than <laughs> right. yo, we'll squeeze these dudes up in the in the hallway. It kind of uh did you see the the series Daredevil yet from Marvel? Uh that's on my list though. That's uh on um that's on it, Netflix, there's, right? There's this yeah, it's on Netflix. There's a mm-hmm. spoiler, but I think a lot of people seen it wherever who's watching this. Mm-hmm. There's this scene with him in the hallway mm-hmm. and you're watching that. You're like, I know it's a guy in a mask. And it's probably not the the guy, the actor. It was a Charlie Cox or I forget his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're like, it's probably not him in there, but holy crap. Really? That, that whoever's in that suit is really working right now. You're earning your check. Yeah. And like, I want it when I see a movie like this, where like it's a hit, hit people, hit women, hit men, whatever. I want to see stuff that I was like, yeah, they're, yeah, that's a hit person. Like they're absolutely I believe every second of this while they're in there rather than like, it feels like it's kind of like, eh, I don't know. You know, but, movies that um, it always bugs me out a little bit when I see a movie where it's one person and they're surrounded by like a bunch of goons, 10, 20 people. And this yeah, one person, even without a gun. Yeah. In the real world, you're going down. <laughs> Dude, I mean, getting out of that. three people you're going down, you know, it's just yeah. like how, I mean, not unless you're like, you know, this is the matrix or Bruce Lee or something like that. I think mm-hmm. like when, when people have guns, there's no way you're getting out of there. You know, it's absolutely yeah. no way. You know what? The other thing that irked me was that they were in the library where they supply all the weapons mm-hmm. and they ran out of bullets in the library. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. There should be bullets all over the... They shouldn't have had to resort to stabbing people and throwing their guns at somebody. There mm. should be bullets all along the, the the libraries somewhere, like extra clips or whatever. It should be all along the thing. How did they run out where they had to start using the knives? That she, didn't make uh, sense. Yeah, it's... Um, you know, the w- one of the cool things about this movie was, you know, how all of these guns and things like that were sort of embedded into these books. Yeah. Like I like that. That was awesome. When I was in uh, college, um, I did that. I, I had this flask and I used mm. to keep like my alcohol in it. Right. And <laughs> so sometimes like the RA would come by, you know, you can have alcohol, whatever. So I had this old book mm. and I just traced the flask and I just started cutting out, you know, <laughs> The, the pages and was able to just like embed, you I know, place that it. right into, yeah, it was like, put it up on a bookcase. It was done. It's like, oh, he has nothing here. It's just like, nope, you're wrong. You know, that's really cool. Um, Surprise. Exactly. You know, do you think this movie's coming back? Is there like a, a second, you know, you know, a, a version know. two or is it done? It's so. over. I think, I think it's done. I think it's done. I it probably need a different director and, um, they lost the Carla, one of my favorite actresses. They lost her. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it could, it could definitely, there's more story to tell. Like you got to explain what the hell's going on with this firm thing. Yeah. And, and like, like, they're not, they're I, not dead. Right. Are they? No, but like, mm-hmm. the, my issue 
I mean, they killed a bunch of henchmen and they killed the, one of the guys that works there. But like, there was no, the motivation was slim and you don't really know the bad guys, who they were, their motivation, why they're bad guys, why you should fear them. There's mm. just, there's like cannon fodder henchmen. Yeah. Like I, I would like to know more about like the firm, what they do, why they're right. bad, why, whatever. <clears throat> And who's Why the other you, crew? What do they do? So yeah, as you well? had the. So there's two sides of this firm. There's the right. legal business, and then the legal business where they they off people. Mm-hmm. But like, I would like to know more about this business. Like, how deep are they? Do they, you know, do they have other things? Like in John Wick, they have the hotel, and then they have uh, some stuff divided in the city. So there's different people that have like the homeless people are like their their lookouts, and there's like there's mm-hmm. there's a whole world here. They fleshed out the world, so it kind of makes sense. You had the mafia here. They had this other thing here. There's other. There's, it's fleshed out. You understood what the coins are for. Like there's, there's the world is kind of like here's a milkshake, here's a bad guy. This girl messed up, and now they're after her. Go. Yeah. I feel like there should have been maybe less shooting and more like back dialogue or things filling in the world a little bit more. Even if you know you're trying to keep the budget low. Just explain it to me what's going on here. Or just add more to the dialogue about what happened. And I, I think that would have been better because it was like it, it felt incomplete. Like to me, the number one thing that they spent time on was the visuals for the movie. Yeah. The, making stylized the outfits and that kind of stuff and the, the, the visuals for how the world looked, the placement, but not so much in the story side of things and, and in making it cool. Like, you have the hospital thing. There's so much stuff you could do there. That's a very interesting. There, you know, I mean, for yeah. thirty for thirty million dollars on a thirty million dollar budget, I'm like, okay, twenty million of that went to Paul Giamatti and Angela Bassett, <laughs> so they made a movie <laughs> for like ten million dollars. Here's the other thing: mm-hmm. I can't even imagine this film being in the theaters and doing well. I mean, I don't think it done well on. in theaters. I mean, really? This is a very this is a niche movie like Shoot 'em Up was or even for streaming services, not in the theaters. It, it's know? a super niche movie. And especially this day and age cuz of streaming. I don't we're we're kind of this is streaming only. This is going to hopefully make our budget back so we got to put it in the theater. No, they like lost the a grip on this. They're like just going in the theater. We don't care about streaming. Right. Well, Black Widow, they're like streaming only. We'll go mm. for it. Just to say, like I, I, I don't know, I don't know. It, they, I don't think it would have done well if this was stuck to being in theaters. It would have bombed very badly. <laughs> they made some money though in the theaters. I guess it was released somewhere, huh? Yeah, but I, this was in the height of the pandemic, so I don't think they could have got that much out of it. Well, like the cast is—I don't know how they got this cast into this movie. This cast is like, you know, all-star, you know? I mean, I'm just looking at There's everyone. I'm just like, the main cast, the stars, I'm a fan of all of these people. Yeah, really. <laughs> that I one am. person here I'm not a fan of. I like all of these people in all of their movies and all the other stuff they've done. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome, man. Well, okay, let's wrap this up. Uh, give me your rating of Gunpowder Milkshake. I think a six is fair. Mm. I, I think, <laughs> honestly, I think a six is fair. Because it's an action movie, 
and the choreography is not great, that bothered me and that takes it down. If this was more of a, like a, a film noir type movie where it was primarily dialogue and you know talking and stuff like that, with the cast, you could have pulled that off easily. Everybody's top rated actresses yeah. and actors in here. That's top true. shelf people. So like because it's an action movie and the action was comical instead of like it was a lot of stuff was done for fun yeah. rather than like just like mm. holy crap, they're really blasting Swiss cheese enough people. Like mm. <laughs> that that took me out of it. I would have definitely gave it more just on general principle because of the cast, I would have gave it more, but like I didn't like the comical action stuff. I think it took out took away from the movie and it needed more stuff to fill in the blanks and make yeah. flesh out the world so it's more interesting. Well, yeah. what's your rating on it? I'm going to give this film a 7. And okay. I like everything you said. It's um it's a funny sort of uh it's a fun movie for me. I thought it was fun. Um if you're going to waste some time, this is a great movie to uh watch to waste that time. I gave it a 7 because um, the cast was just rock star all the way from top to bottom. Yes. You know, I'm not quite sure. You're absolutely right. I'm not quite sure why they didn't do a bit more explaining about who the firm was and who was the other crew that they were, you know, basically didn't want to mm. start a war with. It's just like, okay, who are these people? Why are they more powerful than the firm? You know, um, mm-hmm. Because these guys, the other crew had like just these ridiculous goons and the firm had like women killing people. So (laughs) explain that to us. Right. Um, But again, I gave it a seven. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a a pretty good movie. Um, I love all the stars, um, Mm. graphics, um, you know, again, another foreign flick. Um, So they took movie making 101. They threw that out the window they, they threw the check boxes out the whiteboard and said, let's do this bubblegum fun action bang bang movie and um, let's see what happens. Um, so, yeah, isn't it the director from Israel? I think he is. I think the director is, uh, let's see here. Um, Navat or something. I can't, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he, I think he's, he's, he's from Israel. Yeah, so you're right. It, right. It's there. technically mm-hmm. a foreign film right. with American actors and actresses. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so DJ Keo gave it a six. I gave it a seven. Gunpowder milkshake. Well, there you have it. Another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. I am Basil Barrington. I'm DJ Keo. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And until next time, peace. All right.